Welcome to July 4th at Radical Church. We're having church online this Sunday. Hoping that you guys are having an amazing long weekend with your family and friends, getting ready to have a lot of fun tonight to celebrate Independence Day. Uh, If we haven't met before, my name is Pastor Trevor Ashley, my wife Lindsay and our son Oakland. Uh, We lead Radical Church here in Kyle, Texas. And come on, we cannot be more excited to be nine months into our church plant together, uh, worshiping together, growing together in our relationship with Jesus. Come on, we want to know who is here with us today. So if you're watching online, wherever you're from, uh, please let us know what city you're in, what town you're in, what neighborhood you're in. Let us know who you got with you. If you got grandma, if you got grandpa, if you got your kids, if you got your pet cat and your dog with you, let us know who is there in the comments. And then uh, last thing I want to say before we get started and jump into some worship with our team is share this service. I have a message, man, I'm telling you that I believe is directly for uh, from God and it is just for you. And what is it about? Come on, what other than freedom? We're talking about freedom today, what freedom looks like. Not the freedom maybe that we know from independence here in America, but a freedom that goes way deeper and way beyond that freedom that we have. So let me go ahead and pray and we'll get into some worship. We'll have a lot of fun together today. God, we thank you for this time together on July 4th that we celebrate independence, we celebrate freedom as Americans, but God, we know that the ultimate freedom comes through your son, Jesus. And so, Father, we worship you today. We lift up your name and everybody said, amen. I'm believing that you said it right there with me, even from your home. Put amen in the comments, throw your praise hands up and let's get into some worship together. Into the fire. 
so much for worshiping with us today. Would you just show some love to our worship team and our production team in the comments? Man, they did such a wonderful job putting that together for you guys so that we can worship together on July 4th with our family and friends and our PJs at home, wherever you're at. Uh, We're so grateful that you got to join us and enter into the presence of God together. But what I wanna do now is I wanna ask you a very, very important question, very spiritual question, of course. Um, what is your favorite thing to do on July 4th? I tricked you guys. What's your favorite thing to do on July 4th? I wanna know in the comments, what is it? Uh, Because there's a lot of different things that you might enjoy about Independence Day here in America. Of course, you could enjoy grilling out, 
Maybe you are the grill master in your family, right? Maybe you're the dad or the grandpa or the mama. Look, listen, anybody can be the grill master here, okay? You get out there, you put some brats out there, you put some hot dogs, you get, get some burgers going on that grill and you love to grill out some food. Maybe. You're just excited for some time off tomorrow, okay? You're just grateful that it is a holiday and that you maybe don't have to go into work or maybe you're just excited to hang out with your friends and family, uh, do something different, or maybe for you, you're really excited about this great, amazing thing that we like to call fireworks. Come on, who's shooting off some fireworks? I know you're not doing it in Plum Creek though, listen up because here it is illegal. So wherever you are shooting off fireworks, hopefully you have a ton of fun. But I know here in Plum Creek, there's gonna be some, probably some fireworks. And at 3 a.m., you're gonna get woken up by those fireworks. At least I know that I am here in Plum Creek. So uh, that is definitely not my favorite part about Independence Day is my son maybe crying in the middle of the night. So y'all pray with me uh, that he's gonna be okay tonight as we uh, inevitably hear fireworks in our neighborhood. So what is your favorite part about July 4th? Put that in the comments. We'd love to just connect with you a little bit uh, and see what everybody loves about today. So uh, I have some announcements for you guys that I'm really pumped about. We have a rad summer coming up and really I'm saying that today is the kickoff of a rad summer. Now, if you haven't heard about what a rad summer is, it is every single Sunday in July, we are having a ton of Fun. Listen, the reason we're doing this today is so you can have some fun with your family and friends. You guys probably already had stuff planned, so we wanted to help you and honor that, have time with your family. Then for the next three Sundays, starting this next Sunday, we have a lot of great things planned. Uh, coming up July 11th, which is this upcoming Sunday, we have Kona Ice coming after service. We also have some lawn games that we're gonna enjoy, hanging out, playing together after service. We're also uh, gonna do student testimonies from camp. I'll tell you a little bit about that in a second. Uh, and baptisms are also happening this Sunday. Listen up, people. If you have given your life to Jesus and you wanna be baptized, we baptized 11 people on our first baptism Sunday. It was amazing. We had six signed up, five people on the spot said, hey, get me in that water, let's go. I wanna be baptized and go public with my faith in Jesus. But if you wanna be baptized, make sure you sign up. The link is in the comments and you can do that. Or if you wanna sign up for baptism, you can even just type baptize me or baptism and somebody from our team will reach out to you and help you with that. Uh, the last announcement that I have for you is uh, Rad Youth Camp was absolutely amazing. We had our very first Rad Youth Camp and, and uh, we had 11 students that went and I'm happy to say that 11 out of 11 students gave their hearts and lives to Jesus and uh, whether that was for the first time uh, for some of them, I know it was, and for some of them are rededicating their lives to the Lord, 11 out of 11, man, that's 100% of our youth group that is on fire for Jesus, giving their lives to God. And we just launched our Rad Youth group and our Rad Youth Instagram. So if you wanna keep up with what's going on in Rad Youth, Make sure you follow them there. They're gonna meet, I believe it's gonna be every Thursday night at 7 p.m. And our youth directors, Rachel and Udi, did an amazing job at camp. And you can hear some testimonies uh, from these students. We're gonna get a couple of them to share their story, hopefully on uh, next Sunday. And I just think it's an amazing thing to be able to hear straight from the students what God is doing in their lives. So thank you for supporting our students. And listen, really, uh, this is another reason. Last week I shared about why I give and, and my man Stephen was one of the reasons and he had given his heart to Jesus and he said he never understood the Bible or God before. 
and he gave his life to God and, and Stephen is the reason why I give. And man, let me just tell you, this is another reason why I give. Lindsay and I were actually able to go to youth camp with the students and I love youth camp. I think it's a ton of fun. I'll go to youth camp every year if I can because I just absolutely love it. Uh, but I got to firsthand see and witness the transformation of some of these students. I'm telling you, it was radical. It really was. From day one to day four of being at camp, a complete shift in their mentality toward God and what they believed and the questions they were asking, the things that we were working out and working through in our faith and our lives. Men, the tears that were shed, the sweat that was shed, come on, we had a van that didn't have great AC, y'all. They drove three and a half hours there and back in that van. They were troopers, but man, we did it for Jesus, all right? Uh, but that's why I give, is because I'm seeing students' lives changed. Sixth grade through 12th grade, man, these students, their lives are being completely transformed by Jesus. And so listen, uh, that's another reason why I give. And if you wanna give, if you're a part of Radical Church, you wanna support what God is doing here in Kyle, Texas, and beyond. You can do that at the link in the comments as well. I encourage you to give, to be a part of what God is doing. Don't miss out on the blessing that comes when you give, when you're obedient to God through giving. So uh, let me pray for our offering today. Let me pray over this service, over our time together, uh, and then we'll get into the message. Father, thank you so much for this day today. Thank you that we can celebrate freedom and independence. And uh, But really, God, what we're gonna celebrate today more than anything else is our freedom that we have in your son, Jesus. And so, God, we thank you for um, every student's life that, life that was changed this last week. Father, I pray that you would continue that work in them, that it would not just stop at camp. They wouldn't leave you at camp, God, but that they would take you into their schools. Um, wherever they go with their friends and with their family, they would be a light and an influence in the community. And Father, I pray for this offering that we're giving right now. Lord, I pray that you would multiply it and help us to be good stewards uh, of the finances that you've given us, that we can help others find and follow Jesus together. It's your name we pray, amen. All right, guys. I'm pumped to get into this message. It's not going to be a long one today. Uh, I just had one thing I really wanted to talk about, and that was freedom in Christ. You know, uh, January 1st of 1863, y'all, Abraham Lincoln signs what is known as the Emancipation Proclamation. What did that do? That effectively ended slavery in America. And slavery had been rampant in America for a very long time. It was a it was a big issue in America, and yet uh, nobody was really addressing it, right? Nobody was really uh, coming forward and having a problem with it, and then there ends up being a large war, obviously we know, uh, and then slavery is ended, and this is an amazing thing, and people are celebrating, right? Uh, but actually, not everybody was able to celebrate at that time, though. Not everybody was freed at that moment. Not everybody knew that they were actually free, and... It took about two years for the Union Army to get to Galveston, Texas to let uh, the last African-American slaves know that they had been set free over two years before they actually knew that they had freedom. And Juneteenth, which I, I love that this is now a federal holiday, not just because you know you get another day off of work, which I know some people are just excited for that about, but listen, there is so much history and so much to celebrate here with Juneteenth, otherwise known as June 19th. And this is the celebration of the freedom that was not known. A celebration uh, of a freedom that wasn't instant for these people, 
that we're still stuck in, in slavery and in bondage for almost a little over two years after they had been proclaimed free. But this freedom was not communicated to them. The proclamation had been made. Abraham Lincoln had signed this thing into law. It was a law. It had been proclaimed to the nation almost all the way. Freedom's here. It's available to you. You are now free. But so many people still didn't know about that. And they were still living in bondage because they had yet to be told about the freedom that had been proclaimed. And I think it's so fitting, if I'm being honest, that Juneteenth comes a couple of weeks, two weeks before July 4th, because before we can celebrate freedom for all on July 4th, I think we have to celebrate freedom for the oppressed and freedom for the few that were there in Galveston, Texas on June 19th. I think it is an amazing thing that that even has this symbolism there. Uh, We can remember in those two weeks, we can remember those two years that these people did not realize that they were free down here in Texas. And what I want us to think about today, as we're in uh, July 4th now, is kind of this two-week time period, right? And this two-year time period that these people did not know that they were free. Imagine what it would have been like on July 4th, of 1863, a few months after uh, these slaves in the North and in other states had been told that they were free, or July 4th of 1864. These men and women who were once slaves were now set free, and for the first time, they were able to celebrate freedom in America alongside uh, their brothers and sisters, alongside their fellow Americans. Can you imagine the feeling that they must have felt? Celebrating their freedom and, and, and knowing that now we're not ever going to have to go back and, and live in bondage anymore. We're not going to have to work for nothing anymore. We're not going to have to be treated poorly anymore. And obviously there was so much that happened after that. But in that moment, you know, they were celebrating, you know, they were excited about what was uh, coming to them and coming for their life and the opportunities that they were like, hey, listen, there's going to be so much more for us now than there was before. Imagine the feelings and the emotions that they must have had in that moment. But there were still people down in Texas that did not know what had been done for them. There were still people, while these other uh, African-American slaves had been celebrating probably for the last two years and starting to live their lives and and doing new things and, and having new opportunities, these people were still living in slavery and in bondage. They had no idea the proclamation that had been made for them. Did you know that Jesus had a proclamation of his own that he read. It was a proclamation of freedom that also was not known. And so I'm gonna go ahead and read you this passage. It's in Luke 4, 16 through 21. Luke 4, 16 through 21. If you have your Bible, get there. Uh, It says this. He went to Nazareth where he had been brought up, Jesus. And on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Isaiah is in the Old Testament. This was a prophet that had written uh, this part of the Bible that Jesus was now referencing. So unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind and to set the oppressed free to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. 
The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Wow. What a powerful statement that we get from Jesus here. He opens up this scroll of Isaiah, this prophet who had prophesied about Jesus. And he ends up saying today in your hearing right now, the people that are in this room, this scripture is being fulfilled right here, right now. Now, Isaiah was a prophet hundreds of years before Jesus ever came down to this earth as a baby to bring us freedom. He had made the initial proclamation through this prophecy But Jesus was the one that fulfilled that prophecy. Can I get an amen from somebody that is grateful for Jesus and the freedom that he brought? Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Today, I am bringing you freedom. Today, you no longer have to live in bondage to sin. Today, you can have a new life. Listen, this is for you. Today, you can be a new creation and not an old one today. Your past can be wiped away and you can have a clean slate in Jesus. Man, those who heard his message were amazed, right? Is what it says. And they began walking in this freedom that Jesus brought to them. But there was still so many that did not know of this unknown freedom. They hadn't heard yet. There were people in the room that heard Jesus say, hey, right here today, you people know that that this freedom is coming today. I'm the one that's fulfilling this passage right now in your presence. But there were still so many people out there that had not yet experienced the freedom that was in Jesus. And, And what I want us to look at is today, in the culture that we live in now, in the world we live in, a couple thousand years after Jesus died on the cross and was resurrected, raised up for our sins, right? You know, there's billions of people walking around this earth in bondage to sin, And many of them don't even know. Many of them have no idea that they're in bondage to sin. They have no idea that they're in need of a savior. They need somebody to tell them about the good news of Jesus. They need a person who is willing to go to any lengths to make the proclamation known that today Jesus can bring you freedom. Today, you no longer have to live in bondage to sin, right? Today, you can be made a new creation in Christ Jesus. Today, your life can be forever changed. And today, God has a plan for you. And is there anybody here that's watching today, wherever you're at, that's going to say, hey, listen, I'm going to be the one that's going to go proclaim the gospel, proclaim the good news of Jesus to our community, wherever I am at, to my family, to my friends, to my workplace. Is there somebody here that would say, hey, that's me. I want to be a part of that and spreading the freedom of Jesus Christ around this world. Come on. In John 8, 32, it says this, then you will know the truth. And the truth will set you what? The truth will set you free. What truth sets us free? It's the truth that Jesus is alive, that he died for your sins and for mine, that he brings freedom, that Jesus loves you, that he cares for you, that God has a plan for your life. But how can the captives be set free if no one tells them? How can these people know all around the world? that Jesus loves them if we don't model it first for them? How are they going to know if nobody goes and tells them about the freedom that Jesus has brought? Uh, Just like the people in Texas, the African-Americans down there that were still in bondage and still enslaved by these 
by these people in Texas. Listen, they had no idea that they were free until this general and this army marched down to tell them that they were free. I'm gonna read this verse to you, Romans 10, 13 through 15. And by the way, if you're wondering why my voice sounds uh, raspy and a little bit different, it's because I was at youth camp, y'all. Okay, youth camp will do that to you. We had a lot, we had way too much fun screaming and yelling and all that good stuff. So you have to excuse me. Uh, Romans 10, 13 through 15, hopefully you're there. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord, what will be saved? You know that if you call on the name of the Lord, you will be saved. Everyone, doesn't matter what race, ethnicity, where you come from, socioeconomic status, anyone and everyone who calls on the name of Jesus can be saved and will be saved. I love that. How then can they call on the one that they have not believed in though, right? How can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. Listen, this is the only point I wanna get across to you today. This is a short message and it's really just an encouragement to you for these next few weeks. How will anyone know Jesus unless we tell them? How will they find him unless we go to them and explain who he is, that he died for their sins, that he loves them so much. Tell them our story of what God has done in my life and in your life. Like these students' lives that went to camp, they need to tell their story to their friends. My man, Stephen, he needs to tell his story to his friends. And listen, there are countless other stories and testimonies that need to be told to our world about what God has done in our lives. But just like this army, that was marching to Galveston to proclaim the freedom uh, from a slavery to man. I believe God is calling us to march in his army to proclaim the good news and the freedom of Jesus to all that will listen, to help set the captives free from their sin. And the Bible, it says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Freedom. We just saying this, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Did you know that you carry as a Christian, the spirit of the Lord within you? So what should we carry everywhere we go? Freedom. That's what we should carry every single place we go. I'm telling you into the cities, into the workplaces, into your family, with your friends at dinner parties, hanging out, uh, going to the grocery store, at the bowling alley, on the golf course. I'm telling you, listen, everywhere that you go, you can carry around the freedom that Christ brings you and the good news uh, that he has died for us and he has raised from the dead and we can have a relationship with him I believe that God wants to, just like that army down in Galveston, just like that general proclaiming, right, the good news. I think there's a parallel there that we need to catch. That he's proclaiming the good news for for a, a freedom from man, but we are proclaiming the good news of a freedom from sin in a life that is eternal. This is an amazing truth that we have. And I pray that we don't keep it to ourselves. Over the next few weeks, uh, what I wanna challenge you with is to tell everybody that you know about a rad summer. Tell everyone. 
Listen, we're gonna have fun. It's gonna be great. The first week we're having Kona Ice uh, and lawn games, and then we're having student testimonies. We got a missionary coming in to talk about what he's doing in Guatemala. Amazing stuff. Next week we're gonna have breakfast tacos and, and specialty coffees, and we're gonna have a great time. And then the week after we're having a family fun day with water slides, bounce houses, uh, uh, ice cream, hot dogs. I mean, all kinds of different things. But what is the point of all of what we're doing? Not only just so that we can have a blast this summer, okay, but so that we can tell our friends and family that normally might not come to church, normally might not ever step foot in a church or, or maybe think that Christians are judgmental and mean, that we're not fun, that we can't have a good time too. Listen, I want you to tell them to come to one of these services at a rad summer. I would love for them even to come next week because I have a message that I believe is directly for people that do not know Jesus. We want to help them to find Jesus and then, man, we will baptize them on the spot if they want to get baptized. And I would love to see another 11, another 15, another 20 people get baptized this next Sunday. So invite people to church. you can text somebody. How do I do that, right? That's the, that's the question that you might ask. It's really honestly simple. You can text them. Just say, hey, come to church with me. I'll save you a seat. Give them a call. Let them know that you care for them. Add that personal touch, all right? You can share uh, even this service on Facebook. You can share something that we post on Facebook or Instagram about a rad summer, letting people know, hey, listen, uh, uh, you should be a part of this. But more importantly than anything else is just that personal invite from a friend. I said this stat a while back. And it's over 80% of people that do not believe in God will come to church if only they're invited by a friend. I had a guy the other day come and tell me that he was invited by a friend. Uh, That friend is Ryan Murphy and and his wife, Lauren, and they serve on our rad team. And and this guy, he came and said, you know what? I, I came because my friend invited me. You actually said that stat on that Sunday that my friend had invited me. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Like, that's me, you know? Like, I came because you invited me. And then I, I shared a message and he, he rededicated his life or gave his life to the Lord, excuse me, for the first time. And now he wants to be baptized. And so, uh, man, I'm excited. I believe that God wants to do some amazing things over these next three weeks. And really, it's up to us, right? To share that freedom that we have in Christ. And don't keep that good news to yourself. But let's, let's be the light of Jesus in our community, and in our world. Uh, Like I said, a rad summer is coming up. Please invite somebody to it and be praying for those that would come, that they would find Jesus for the first time or rededicate their life to God and that we would uh, see great, amazing things as we baptize people and as we have a lot of fun together this next week. Do you have freedom in Christ? I wanna ask you right now, maybe you're watching and saying, hey, listen, I'm one of those people just like that other guy. I got invited or I, I you know, saw this on Facebook right now and I just hopped on, listen, and maybe you don't have a relationship with God. Can I encourage you? Jesus loves you so much. Listen to what I'm saying. I promise you he has a plan for your life and he wants you to come and be a part of the family of God. So I'm gonna pray with you right now. If that's you, uh, just in your heart, would you pray this with us or you pray it out loud? Everybody together say, Jesus, I am here right now. I'm giving my life to you. Thank you for dying on the cross for me so that I could have life. Thank you, God, that now I am saved and that I have freedom in you. In Jesus' name. Come on, everybody, say it out loud. 
Amen. Put it in the comments. Listen, if you made that decision for the first time to follow Jesus, would you type Jesus in big letters or or type that's me uh, and put a big exclamation point. Uh, We want to know if you gave your life to Jesus so that we can help you on that next step. Everybody else, listen, a rad summer coming up this Sunday. Invite your friends and family. We're going to have a Facebook event. Share that thing. Last but not least, if you'd like to give, please support this ministry and support what God is doing. Uh, You can do that in the link in the comments. And if you'd like to connect with us, if this is your first time, you can fill out the digital connect card. That link is also in the comments. Man, I love you guys so much. Uh, It's such an honor and a privilege to be your pastor. Uh, Have a great night tonight, a great day off tomorrow, and we will see you next week for a rad summer. God bless.